0: Welcome to Ride Along Chronicles. I'm Vicki. I'm Tina. And I'm Sally. We are three great friends who created our own support system as we raise our families in the challenging first responder lifestyle.
1: Our confidential guests will share their stories in this safe space that didn't exist for us.
2: So ride along with us as we chronicle lessons learned and provide helpful resources to keep Leo families in the front seat. We have a really cool episode. Well, it's going to be actually two episodes. So I'm going to call it a series because it's more than one. But we have two special guests that are going to come on. They are Leos that are married to each other. And we are going to talk about really their their foundation of friendship, of how their relationship came to be and how it evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about how they supported each other in the careers, in their own careers. And um, they did, or they do, I should say, work for the same agency, right. but um, there was opportunity for growth on both sides. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hear how each one supported the other um, when they were looking to promote up, and and what they encountered and how they managed that. And then, and then we're also going to talk about their work life family balance because they have children yeah that's the more important part right well yeah and and I think what we're going to see there was really two very interesting so we have female law enforcement officer male law enforcement officer they each have their own experiences um, getting into the field and then with their career development and then also what was so intriguing was their individual perspective right on family life it was work cool. balance it was it, it was so very different. eye-opening uh, I'm gonna say refreshing and enlightening yeah, for sure they, um,
1: they are a family that's succeeding in
2: this lifestyle it, which is awesome and, yeah. and it was we haven't had that in a while like no. an actual oh, no. playbook and a little bit quite honestly it for me broke a couple of stereotypes hmm. um because I was anticipating some you know with with officers there's a lot of dominance mm-hmm. uh dominant personality types and so you would expect like a lot of headbutting or yeah. push and pull yeah. or, or power struggle power struggle ego um and i'll be honest with you i have that that i think we all experienced that in and, our marriages yeah, <laughs> but and for sure we were expecting that i yeah. didn't get yeah. that vibe no. from no. this couple which was for me refreshing yes. and really um um hopeful like it they're they're the mo- they're the The experience that we hope other couples can eventually model or learn from. Um, I think this episode
0: for the first time broke down some more details, like how to, like, I feel like they showed us some examples of how two different perspectives to the same problem could be so different, but workable, (laughs) you know, because you know it. And I feel like they showed me, and that's what I took away from it, like, wow, okay, we have to spend more time making sure we hear each other and really listen, and it's doable. I think,
1: think, and they went into it, um, I think, both ready for a long-term commitment where I think some of us think we're ready for that, and we really don't have the tools because we don't know ourselves yet.
2: Well, and possibly because we entered in at a very young age, Mm -hmm. and they were a little bit older, older, much more mature. Exactly,
1: established in their careers. They didn't come in... I don't know. I think all of us experienced our spouse going through the Academy and kind of like coming into our career. So Mm -hmm. it was a lot of growing pain. So that may be something there, but I don't think it's all of it because they definitely had a great communication style.
2: I was just going to say they have a very elevated level of communication. Well,
0: and I think you hit it Tina when you said like they, it sounds like they were friends, like the foundation of friendship that they had because they weren't newly in the field or, from the academy, they actually were establishing their careers, and they—it sounds like they got to they, know each other as yes, friends. Yes,
1: they didn't have any other—they didn't know each other outside of that career. Mm-hmm. Which, not that that was everything. I, I'm saying this wrong, but they—they yeah. they, like she was established. He knew her like and knew her talents and abilities, and, and respected them. and respected her right. for her position and for her. Um, wherewithal and knowledge base. So
0: I hear this: they came into the relationship equals, equals. which is, I, same thing. Uh, woo woo woo. I, like they, <laughs> James, James. yeah, like they they came yep, into it with their own yeah. kind of established goals already and plans.
1: It's huh. hard, I think. Um, Look at that. Like with that officer kind of mentality, they yeah. don't always see everybody as equals. At least that's right. my kind.
0: of... Well, but it's never equal if if one spouse is in like not in law enforcement, right. and then the other one is, and then he goes, he or she but starts the academy. Have,
1: but you still have these couples, for instance, myself, a, a healthcare worker and an officer, they both are serving different mm. ways, mm-hmm. and yet there was always kind of this, um, at least for me, um, a struggle between us.
0: But that's also a lot of times I wonder because the The career right or the perception like sally said before or the career because of the call-outs and all that Mm -hmm. sometimes that police career overtakes the relationship and and the other person has to kind of balance their career around that where it seems like these two kind of came in equals and then what and that's the start that's the part that i found refreshing is the and what do they do with that i yeah
2: agreed and they work together to find the balance with um the the scheduling Yes. shift work they each did shift work at various times uh, yeah. um what to do with the kids and then setting that expectation with the kids and and yes. having that talk you know Absolutely. mom's going to be working nights i'll be daddy will be home and then on the yeah flip side i liked how too, they did
1: they approached the kids with that uh, That was pretty, preparing them and then actually talked about like their bid time what they yeah. what they really wanted or
2: sat down and did it time. together and yes then, but also too with that when the kids getting to the family first and but focusing on themselves.
0: For me, I learned something that I think I'm going to try to incorporate into my own relationship. And you don't have to
2: be cops to appreciate the lessons of the marriage. Oh no. Um, We all learned something from this and i am not law enforcement. Yeah, definitely.
1: Just as a baseline, who they were when they got married is a a goal for anyone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. First episode will be with Julie. And I think what you're going to really enjoy about Julie is her level of self-awareness. Um, what she chose to do with uh, a decision on her career progression and, um, with being a mother. Ooh, and yeah. so there was some, it, it was very refreshing to just hear. And I think a lot of women are going to
0: enjoy that as well. Um, well specifically that she consciously chose a decision between what, what is more important that. Mm-hmm. and still be good at my job or good at my you know, the mom part. But she came to terms with it and was okay with, with it. With herself. With right. herself. It wasn't
2: forced upon her. It no. wasn't an expectation set no. by anybody else. She made that decision because of what she had already gone through, right. from some experience, and then right. and got the full support of and, her spouse.
0: And how he supported her, oh, I'm so excited okay. to... to, to. <laughs> someone to hear that part because it, it was amazing. It was, it was actually
2: yeah forward thinking, yeah. very forward thinking. And then, like you said, she'll, she'll talk about their communication stuff and made time for each other and, and her appreciation for him yeah. overall, just, um, what she, yeah,
0: learned. she turned, I think for me, she took a relationship, you know, she was in a relationship before and you know, you, you can do any relationship really. And she looked around and realized what do I want in my relationship and actually, you know, and and move forward. and
2: but also imparted that um, into her work life. Right. Remember how she talks about um, how she conveys that message mm-hmm. to um, those that she supervises over. So yeah. that was pretty refreshing. Wow, she was itself. insightful. very. Let's take a listen to Julie. Thank you for joining us today, Julie. If you could tell me just a, a little bit about yourself, well,
3: let's see. My husband and I have been married for about eleven years. We have three children. Um, we work for a very large agency. Um, I've been in law enforcement for approximately twenty-four years. So oh, wow. I'm okay. Getting, I know, crazy. Um, it's gone by pretty quickly, actually, um, and I should hope to be retiring here in a few years. And um, yeah, I um, love my job and love my family, and um, they're both. Big A big part of my life and
2: keep me very busy. <laughs> I'm sure. Three kids do. Wow. Yeah. So tell me, um, how did you get into the Leo lifestyle? What made you decide to go into law enforcement?
3: So I have um, a brother that is in law enforcement, and I always, he's my big brother, always looked up to him mm. and um, just kind of saw that he was doing work that made a difference in people's lives every day that he went to work. Um I was in college thinking about going to law school, actually, um, majored in pre-law and did an internship and then ultimately kind of started working for the district attorney's office and kind of got a little disenchanted with that profession because I saw kind of um, everything got plot out, nothing went to trial, and it was nothing like the law and order short shows that I was watching (laughs) on TV, right? So imagine um, I kind of was like, wait, you know, this isn't what I'm watching. This isn't what I want to do. I want to get up there and argue. And um, I really kind of was leaning more towards what the police officers were doing. And I actually got the opportunity to go on a ride along with my brother. And he got this pretty crazy call. And it was a domestic violence call. wound up arresting the guy. And I remember once everything was all done... You know, he was just like, hey, we, you know, fixed everything for tonight. But, you know, the chances are they'll wind up getting back together when this is all said and done. Uh-huh. And I just remember thinking, yeah, but for tonight, she's safe. She's not going to be getting her butt kicked by her husband and you saved her tonight. Wow! And what an amazing difference you made. So that made me go, you know what? That's what I want to do. So I did
2: it. Wow! <laughs> wow. Very impactful. And... That's the, it takes a lot of courage. I mean, did you have any concerns? Were you afraid at all? I, I'm any kind of nerves to make that decision? I mean, I know it's a lot to endure and going through the academy and everything as a female. How was that for you? Yeah.
3: Um, that was interesting. So at that time, um, the the academy that our agency sends us to is a very, um, grueling academy, it's what's known as a stress academy. And so it's kind of mo- modeled after like the military, um, the Marine Corps boot camp. Oh, wow. And there's not, there were not a lot of females. Um, and I was really, it really kind of was um, made apparent that they were definitely the, the guys in my class did not go through the same things I went through, put it that way. Yeah. Um, there was definitely a target on my back every day to get me to quit.
2: Gotcha. Oh my gosh. So fast forward a little bit. How long had you been on the force? Um, how did you meet your, your Leo, your, your officer? Um, how long had you been on the force and, and what was it like dating another cop?
3: So <laughs> let's see, I was probably about, 14 13 14 years on and I was a training officer and um, he wound up coming to the city I worked in and a friend of mine was training him and she kept telling me oh my gosh this guy that I'm training he's so great he's so great you and him would be perfect together and <laughs> wow. I just kind of laughed it off and um, nothing ever happened and um, you know, I met him, I worked with him. And funny thing is, I actually wound up training him oh, wow. for two weeks. <laughs> wow! And I think at that time it was maybe when he kind of Say, was maybe she's worth
1: starting to pursuing. be interested.
3: Right. Yes. Okay. And I didn't even that thought never even crossed my mind. I was just, you know, right. very professional. Right. Um, and then it was probably maybe I don't even know how long, quite a ways down the road. Um, and, and the whole time my friend is telling me, you should, you know, this guy's perfect. You guys are be so good together. You're so much alike. And, and then <laughs> we actually wound up dating. At the time when we started dating, though, I was a single mother. Oh, okay. um, I had my daughter, my oldest daughter. Okay. Um, and he, he didn't bother him at all.
1: Had you thought about dating
3: another officer before you dated him? Um, I tried to avoid that. Um, I <laughs> try to date out- Yeah. <laughs> I did I did try to date outside of the profession, but it was always very difficult because uh, you know, you're on shift work, um, you're working weekends, you're working um, just not normal hours. and most guys in the business world, I uh, have a hard time with that when, you know, you're yeah. very limited in the time that you can give. I worked a ton of overtime right. and um, it was also hard to find a guy that was kind of secure enough with me doing, you know, kind of, kind of being in that male, male, male job. role. Yeah. Yes. It was. And just being around men all the time. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just also too, like kind of the stuff that we deal with, it's, you know, sometimes you don't want to, you feel comfortable talking to just the average person about it because they might not understand. Yeah. Exactly. Um, kind of the things that we deal with on a daily basis. So um, as much as I try to not date in the profession, it was nearly impossible.
0: <laughs> had you dated another cop before your husband? Yes. Okay, so you're right. Yes, you I've been of... in long term relationships. Yeah. So how was this one different? Um, Can I ask? Yeah, I just the, like,
3: literally, the you know, it's funny because you always hear the expression, when you know, you know. <laughs> and that was what happened with, with my husband. He literally was like, this guy is the one for me because he um, genuinely loved me and fell in love with me for who I was, faults and all. Um, just mm-hmm. literally, I could always be my true self with him. And never, ever has been um, a jealous person or um, threatened by me and my career or by me and, you know, my, I have male friends, um, male partners, just always supportive of me and just, he's such a secure man, but his integrity is like nothing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Um, He just has such good integrity and was just raised with such good morals. And just a good man.
2: Wow. That's awesome. So it was easy. Yeah, that's awesome because you would think that, you know, being in this career, you have to have a very dominant personality. Mm-hmm. And it could be easy to be, you know, trying to juggle. Yeah, the power, just struggle. The power struggle. Power and, struggle. And if he's super confident and secure with himself, you know, not interfering with your projection in your career Mm -hmm. and and what you want to strive for I think that must be really nice to have
3: yeah well and I think with this profession right you have you have to have a lot of confidence and sometimes confidence can come off as arrogance Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think I'm very confident and I don't know that I come off as arrogant but somebody might take it that way Um, but with men it seems to be there's a lot of arrogance and that was one thing about my husband that was so attractive was he was a confident person but just there was no ego there was no arrogance um, he's not like a macho type but yet he's still very manly and it was just so um you just want to be around him you know and it's just mm-hmm. like i just i was like this is it this mm-hmm. is the guy
2: when you guys were were dating were you in the same department or kind of on the same shift what was the proximity to the work and personal, um, lifestyle.
3: When we started dating, we were, we were actually working the same, not the same shift, but the same area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we wound up, um, changing areas or he wound up changing to a different area.
2: And did that make it, I don't, I don't know if it was even challenging or it was say, it, was it looked down upon that you were in the same area?
3: Um, no, I, I don't think anybody, I mean, in, I don't know. I don't think that anybody really thought much about it. Um, and we were, we were actually married, um, for a little bit before we even mentioned it to our employer. Oh, wow. So we did kind of keep it just on the down low. Um, just because we didn't want to get like moved immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, not that they would have necessarily moved us and it actually just kind of worked out where he was able to take a, a spot in another area. So it was just better. Um, you know, it's hard. Like you, you work all day, and you go home. It, it's it's kind of good to have that, you know, space too. So mm-hmm. it actually worked out, I think, for the better. Yeah, That's
0: awesome. You had something to talk about that wasn't the same stories, same topic, right? right. Police work, but exactly. different. You know, it does. It changes things a little bit. So, were there any totally? Were there any times where being that you know in different areas and maybe even working different shifts that there was a struggle or was a little bit of an adjustment?
3: I think because we're both in that, the same line of work and that's another thing that it's like why, why Leo's want to marry or work out better sometimes with other Leo's is there's that understanding of shift work. And, um, we've always navigated that really well. Um, we've always made it work. I mean, there's been those times where literally, he's coming home and I'm going to work and we like kind of high five and hand the kids off to, you know, each other (laughs) and passing and, you know, or out the door and then, you know, Hey, I mean, it's just literally, there are times where we're passing ships. Um, there's been times recently where, um, I might go a couple of days and Mm -hmm. I don't even really see him because he comes home, goes to bed and I'm getting up and leaving for work, um, right before he gets home. So, um, We've navigated that always really well, and it hasn't, I can't really say it's ever caused a problem in our marriage or our relationship because we are so understanding of it. Um, If he's working nights and, you know, then I do my best to kind of keep the kids quiet, get him out of the house if he needs to sleep, um, because I do understand how miserable night shift is and how you're just tired and I try to be, like, just that good, supportive wife and, and vice versa. Um, he, when I was on nights, he would do the same thing for me. So we would always just kind of really take care of each other because we both know how it is, and it never really – I mean, I think we are kind of a little bit um, of an exception um, it never impacted our, our relationship.
0: Well, can I ask, how did you, how did you do that? Is there, like, a magic – you know, conversation or, or a situation where, you know, what did you do purposefully, thoughtfully to ensure that you guys still have time for each other? Um,
3: I think we were just both really mindful of it. And honestly, I, you know, we were older when we got married. So we'd had a lot of dating experience under our, both of our belts. And we'd also had the opportunity to observe a lot of other marriages and um in you know our friends and other other leos and kind of saw what works and what doesn't work and i think we were able to um like not let the little things kind of get to us or we would be more understanding like okay he's if he's cranky or grumpy i know he's just tired and not Mm -hmm. use it as a you know to start a fight or um always communicating with each other and how we're feeling. And um, I just think that's kind of why, how we were able to do it without just being like mindful of what the other ones going through at
0: that time. Julius, I don't know if that makes sense. It does, but you said some two magic words there oh. that, you know, we hear a lot in this lifestyle, but it's usually that we're not doing enough of it. You said communication and feelings in the same sentence. And so that is yeah. a huge huge step um forward actually for a lot of couples to even admit that, you know, we need to share that and that we are purposefully, you know, taking the time to share our feelings, to understand is it really that you're tired or is it right, really that you're personal. angry? Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. that that I mean, maybe it's being older in a relationship in this lifestyle or it could just be you two kind of realizing you know, how important that is in any relationship.
3: Yeah. Like I said, I think, I think watching kind of, I've seen a lot of marriages fail and um, just wh- kind of learning from that, not just like, Oh, Hey, that's, you know, too bad that that happened. I'm like, hey, well, what, what went wrong here? And, and how can I make it that I'm not that wife right. or, you know, that, you know, that I'm not um, doing those things and um, being resentful that my husband's tired and doesn't want to do stuff. Well, of course, he's tired. You know, he worked all night, and I and I know that. And and you know, if I ask him one thing too about him is if I ask him to get something done, not always um, expecting it to be done on, on my time frame, right? Like right. you know, a lot of women, it's like, oh, it's well, I want it done right now. Well, okay, well he's got this going on, and just kind of always being mindful of what the other one's going through because shift work is, you know, it's no joke, and right. you are yeah. literally exhausted. And um, when it's his day off after coming off of a midnight shift, I can go, Hey, lay on the couch. That's fine. You know, like I wouldn't get upset about it. Well, I know some, some of the guys at work, you know, you'd hear their wives and they would just be so upset. And I'm thinking, God, these women have no idea what okay. it's like to stay up all night, right. you know, or you know, they just, they just don't get it. And I just truly think that's really trying to understand where the other one's coming from.
0: Right.
2: Wow. I think you're right. That's mm-hmm. huge. It's, they just don't understand it either partner, female, male or female, it's a big adjustment um, because they're probably wanting all, you know, some attention. They've been home with the kids and doing all of the house chores that need to be done and all the other business. And now the spouse is home and I just want a little me time too, you know, a little yeah. attention. Yeah. And
3: to that is like the biggest thing I see. And so with my husband, when we had when we had babies and it would be, hey, you're, you're working tomorrow, so I've I, I'll get up and do all the feeding in the evening time, you know? And we would always just um try to have like like almost like just a fifty fifty partnership where it was just balanced. And you guys um, had that
2: conversation prior to?
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah. He and he's just because he's very supportive. There's never been um like he's just always been very supportive of my career. Whatever I wanted to do, he would support and vice versa. Um, so when we decided to have um, kids, it was, okay, how are we going to do this? And obviously we tried to work the shifts out to where you work. one, So we could have – so our kids wouldn't need as much child care. They would always maybe have the chance to be with us when they were real little. Right. Um, but if, if it was him working, then – I would wake up in the middle of the night because, you know, those first, you know, mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. are very rough. Um, and then if, if he was, if I was working, he would get up all night and feed. Um, so we just really tried to make it where there was never any resentment over, I do everything and you don't do anything. Um, it was always very, let's try to keep it
2: 50-50. You said you had come into the marriage um, with your daughter. And, yes. um about how long did you guys decide to start growing your family?
3: So we wanted to um, just be married for a couple of years, um, you know, before, um, but we kind of didn't, you know, because I was a little bit older, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to take the chance of, you know, waiting longer and maybe having issues with getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of let it You know, we didn't try to prevent it, and we wound up having my daughter. I believe we'd been married just over a year, so that was when we had um, our daughter. And then um, we did want to wait a little bit, and then we
2: had our son. Okay, so three, three, yeah. Has there ever been a time very (laughs) busy?
1: Has there ever been a time where you guys struggled between who who kind of was on top or who was, whose position was more important or um, required more overtime or anything like that?
3: Um, there's one thing. So you bring up kind of two things in that question that <laughs> like even, even recently have kind of come up because of just with um, overtime, there's never been a struggle, but I've, always try to pull my weight when it comes to working overtime and there's sometimes where you know we have to work overtime even when we don't want to right. um and he's told me like hey i'll work the overtime um that's okay and i you know let me know if we need to work the overtime since i kind of take care of the you know the, the finances of the house um and i'm like you know tell him i don't want to tell you to work overtime because i feel bad because i know like you only have a couple days off. You don't want to work overtime. So, um, but he is like trying to step up and no, I'll work the overtime. So it's never really been a struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a struggle for me to kind of say, Hey, let kind of my husband be the man and go do the overtime. And that's okay. (laughs) Don't feel guilty about that. I'm not working and don't, or try not to feel like I'm not pulling my weight. That's been my struggle. Um, And then what was the other thing? Um, I lost my train. I thought it said something else that, made me think of just more
1: like in positions you know if you were in a certain position that required i don't know
2: like promoting promoting
1: up or or required you know my i have to work this shift because and and you have to adjust yours has that ever been a struggle Um,
3: it hasn't ever really been a struggle but i will say um being a mom and i had you know, I, I was used to be kind of before kids all about my career and really nothing else mattered. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm having kids and now I'm having three kids, mm-hmm. one thing that I do, you know, kind of have seen is you have a lot of kids of police officers kind of go sideways. And that's because the parents are never there. Right. And, you know, my kids have two parents that are Leo's. So um, I kind of had to make, um, come to terms with, my career and what do I want out of my life? And it was, do I want a career? Do I want to be a mom? Because unfortunately, um, you know, you just can't have it all, and something's got to give. Something's gonna suffer. Mm-hmm. And I, I made the decision that I would put my family first, and then my career would take the back seat. So mm-hmm. I kind of stepped back. And, um I, I have promoted and I do um I am a supervisor now, but I have decided to not continue to try to move on any higher gotcha. um I'm kind of where I want to be and it's a great job, a great position um but I realize I when I'm laying on my deathbed or they're you know reading my obituary, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to say great police officer, it's yeah. gonna say, She was a good mother, you know, great mom. And that was like more what was important to me was to be remembered as Mm -hmm. a wonderful mother and wife than um, a police officer. So I kind of have taken more of my career, taken more of a back seat, And I and my husband now is pursuing his dream Mm -hmm. um, and, and his career goals. And I'm more than happy to, you know, do everything I can to kind of hold things down at home to allow him to,
2: to do that. Wow. So that, that's, those are big heavyweight decisions. Mm-hmm. How did you yeah. guys approach these conversations? What did you say? How did you voice that um, either concern and or desire? Because I imagine, and I want to kind of step back for a second, You you made a comment about my kids have two Leo parents. That is... A challenge in itself for the kids, right? We have right. shift work. We have, were there a lot of missed family events or alternating one missed and the other didn't? And then the next holiday or event he missed and you didn't kind of trade off. Um, you know, oh my gosh, I can see myself going into six different directions right now. <laughs> I'm a yeah. right there <laughs> Okay. Um, um, so, how did you enter that conversation?
3: okay so the conversation about um it was kind of like you know you you're working 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 and you have these like you know in your mind when you start your career this is where I want to light up this is what I want to do and you know ultimate my ultimate goal and I remember just kind of having this epiphany about it and you know I'm going to my kids this is when they were very little in school I mean I still I have my youngest is just in first grade so I still have mm. young a young one but um, and just missing out on you know I'd see all these moms helping out at the school and and being at, real active in their kids and I was kind of just like gosh I, I want to do that and I so I you know had a talk with my husband one night and I said look I'm okay with where I'm at in my career and I'm fine if this is if this is it for me I'm I want to take this kind of sacrifice because not what I'm doing is not necessarily the most fulfilling. Like there's other things that I would would like to do that might fulfill me more career wise. But I told him I want to stay in this position that I'm at now because it gives me normal hours, a normal schedule. um, And that's what's best for the kids and our family. And you, whatever you want to do, I, you know, I will take care of everything here to make sure they have at least one kind of a stable parent, right? That's not going to miss out on um, holidays with them or, you know, um, might miss out on some of the school field trips and things like that, but um, cause I stu- you know, still have to work, but I am pretty much guaranteed like the holidays off. Um, and I just told him that's what I want to do. I want to do what's best for the kids and for the family and be that that parent. That's kind of the the constant presence.
0: I hear that you found balance. It sounds like you yourself as a mother and as a working mother, it's not just the balance that you brought to your family and letting your husband know, but it sounds like that's your own kind of the best of both worlds, you know, to be the mother that you want to be and still have, you know, a career it may not be the most, like you said, fulfilling position, but you still have a fulfilling job. You know, overall that you right. like, so that's pretty cool that you, you know, kind of work that out on your own, if you will. At the same time, with your intention initially of coming to a decision as a couple about what this whole family is going to look like and who's going to be doing what, and you know, what roles are going to be um, in place to ensure that everybody's kind of happy, yeah, happy, mm-hmm. like a happy balance. I'm
3: sure it wasn't yeah, easy. And he, no, it wasn't. I mean, at first, and it was kind of something like I came to the realization on my own. And then I went and talked to my husband about it. But I, I was like, kind of something where I had to come to terms with it on my own. Like, hey, you're either going to be a great cop or you're going to be a great mom. But you can't be both. At and so time. what do you want to do? Go be, yeah, at the same time, go be a great mom. I still do a great job at work. And I love my job. And I love working. And I love that my kids, especially my, my girls, see me like hey mom works hard and she's working and it's a good example for them Right. but I but you know I'm still there for them and I mean it's crazy My <laughs> it's go 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 um, and like literally the guys at work will like they'll make fun of me because I'll have a cup of coffee or you know an energy drink when I'm heading out the door and they always laugh they're like you're off to your next job it's like yep I'm off to the next job you know oh, go yes. home and I gotta get dinner and Mm -hmm. you know, um, homework and practice and, you know, it's, this is kind of funny. So, um, (laughs) but he was very supportive of it. And, um, like I said, he's recently, you know, pursuing his, his dream and it's working out. It's just been really good. And I feel good because now I'm also kind of the, you know, working the mom and just being that kind of, you know, wife that I want to be and, um, you know, one that he can be proud of.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Going back to the kids, are, are they old? Well, I imagine they are old enough to understand what law enforcement is, what it's like to have mommy and daddy be a police officer. Have they ever expressed any kind of fears or concerns, um, even on the other flip side, pride, um, excitement for what you do, you know, in this Um, lifestyle? they,
3: I think they're very proud. Um, we have, I have, um, well, my husband and I have a lot of Leo's in our family, our immediate uh, family. Um, so they're very proud. They're kind of, when we were having all those issues with a lot of civil unrest over the past couple of years, um it kind of got to a point where I had to have a conversation with the kids about don't tell people what mommy and daddy do, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because you don't know how, you know, there kind of was a time where you're almost like afraid to say what you do because you don't know how people are going to react. You know, are they going to spit in my food? Are they going to, you know, you just don't know. Um, Going out to, I went out to a mom's dinner for school, and literally they're going around the table, and everybody's saying what they're going to do. And I was like stressing out of do I tell people what I do? Because I don't know if these people like Leos, and maybe they're gonna, you know, not like want me here, and or they're gonna talk bad about the police, and and that's gonna make me upset, you know. So um, there did did come a time where um, the kids we did kind of have that conversation, and they, you know, we try to kind of shelter them from the news during those uh, all the riots and everything and and then they knew that we were going out to things um, because we did have them in our area and we were working a lot of hours so they knew kind of what was going on Mm -hmm. and they were a little um, nervous during that time but you know we just had to really reassure them that you know we know what we're doing and we'll we'll be home and um, that was pretty much the only time that I really ever had to have that conversation with them about you know, maybe don't be so proud of what we do. Just kind of keep it on the down low. Like
0: mom works you know? in customer service for the government. <laughs> right, right. You know? Exactly.
3: Yeah. Come, oh. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was awkward because they're so proud, right? Like right, they yeah. think it's so cool. And, and, you know, dad's a police officer. Mom's a police
0: officer too. And they just, they're just like, hey, uh, you know. We teach them let's not to lie. That. And that's almost
1: like right. a lie, not yeah. saying the truth. Especially right.
0: at, at, I think and in they, high school so, age, they, they can get it. 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 But you're talking about grammar school kids. It is hard to find that kind of, like, mm, yeah, that middle ground. I don't want grounds.
1: you to lie, yeah. but I don't want you to tell the truth either. Yes.
0: <laughs> right, right. And then, yeah, the scary part yeah. is because of that, though, you had to tell them they grew up a little faster because you had to tell them yeah. why you don't want them to know, right? So even right. though we're kind of telling them to lie a little bit, like you said, or not share, um, you know, at least when my kids were growing up, I didn't really have to, though, tell them, it's so we can keep everybody safe. It was about, right. Hey, we just don't want, you know, too many questions or, you know, you didn't want a lot of attention and all that, but now it's because you don't know the reaction or if they're going to take it out on your kids, you know, or right. it's right. No, come that's back.
3: like totally. I mean, you just, you don't know. There's some people that are so anti law enforcement. Um, you, you just don't know how, how you're going to be treated. Right. You know, I mean, For the most part, I would say, you know, even like when I was out on patrol, most people were supportive, you know, but you would get those those people that would just, you know, they'd see you and they'd make a beeline right for you just to, you know, yell at you because, you know, they think we have to stand there and take it right. They just they're looking. We're just that target for them. Um, And that was just a a sad conversation that I actually for the first time, you know, it's kind of like, gosh, I, I have to not be kind of proud of my career be you know have to hide it not it just felt yeah. horrible because yeah. it's a very honorable profession sure. and to have to feel um, like you have to be secretive about it was really upsetting
2: mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. so how did you prioritize your own self-care in this environment I mean we've had a lot of so- social changes um, in the last few years how did you take care of yourself
3: you know, I think, honestly, just keeping busy and um, I just constantly remind myself of what's really important. And, um, you know, I do put my kids before myself, but I think mm. most moms do. Yeah. Um, and just kind of making sure that that's where I, I put my um, my focus and my energy. And, you know, it's like kind of weird, but I guess I don't really think about <laughs> me a whole lot. So I don't know if I don't do self care, but I just really just focus on just being the best mom I can be and, and trying to create the best life for my kids.
0: That's great. And it's great that you're actually, honestly, one thing I hear about you, and I, you know, I don't just met you, Julie, but you're talking about you're having conversations with your, you know, your Leo um, about not just career, but about how we're going to talk to our kids and explain things and how we're going to you know, deal with you know, who's going to stay home and who's going to do this. And what I'm hearing in you is that you actually got, took the time together. It was important enough to sit down and actually talk it out first. And that is definitely something that I can tell you in, you know, in my marriage, but also in a lot of my coworkers and friends and kind of the Leo lifestyle, that is the key that was missing. Was that, yes, you would talk to your girlfriends, you might talk to people at work, you might talk to other Leos, but the fact of sitting down thoughtfully, consciously, with a plan, no screaming, you know, no yelling, with the whole intention of how can we make this family and this life that we have together better, even though we have crazy schedules and shift work and, you know, running around with kids, at the end of the day, having that important conversation is like a roadmap, right, to... You know, this is where we want to go. This is what we're going to do. And along the way, what are those challenges? I just don't think we do that enough in this Leo lifestyle because there's almost no time or you're, you know, ships in the wind. And then we just forget because there's so many other things going on. And it's just for me, I've noticed that that is just the key to a lot of this that we've been talking about when it comes to relationships uh, within the Leo lifestyle. And I don't think yeah. you even have to be a, a Leo. I think, you know, it, it could be one is a Leo mm-hmm. and the other one is, um, because it is a commitment for the whole family. Yeah? Right.
3: For sure. Oh, it totally,
0: I'm, totally.
3: I'm... And go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Um, I
3: like having you say it that way, it's totally what it is. And it was like, we would have these conversations, but it wasn't like it was kind of like all the time, you know, it was like, Okay here's here's what we're doing and then execute and do it. And and that's just kind of how it's always been. And then checking in at, you know, as life kind of goes, because there's those days where we don't have serious conversations because we're barely seeing each other. But it was just kind of knowing that we're both on the same page. We both have the same mission and you know, we're gonna just we're a team and um what's best for our family and just making it about that and making that like you said so perfectly it was our roadmap. And that's how, you know, we're going to get where we need to go.
2: Do you think being in the public safety field um, helped recognize and, and then formulate the conversation? I mean, having that ability to communicate with each other. um, But I would imagine then also seeing out in the field, what you don't want your family to be because of what you've encountered and experienced. Um, Do you think obviously that this career has kind of helped along the way with that communication style?
3: Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally do. And, and because you see like people just at their worst, right? I mean, you see there was so many times when I was on patrol before I had kids. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I'd go to these calls for basically parenting calls. And I'm, I'm looking at these people going, I don't even have kids. And you are asking me how to fix your kid. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it made me where I didn't even want kids for a long time. Um, and you're going to these homes where you're like, God, these look like nice, decent people, and things were just such a mess. Mm. And you start building experience, right? Life experience of, okay, how did these people get to this point? Okay, hey, don't do that, you know, or don't be that way. And I would say too, like, just a lot of, um, you know, you go to work, and you're talking with your partners and kind of hearing their stories. Again, you just kind of build these things of, what kind of a wife do I want to be or what kind of a family do I want to have and what do I do to make, you know, hey, look at those people and look how great they are. Okay, I want to be like that um, and do those things and and kind of um, follow their example. Right. And I think the experience of being in this career definitely um, has helped me to be the kind of, I, I know what I want, and I know what I need to do to get it, and then to go do that, to be that, like kind of, you know, goal oriented, and then do the work that it takes to achieve those goals. I definitely think has been uh, shaped by the profession for sure.
2: That's amazing. That's that's quite a statement yeah, right there. For sure. If you could look back and kind of see what life was like. Um what would you tell your younger self or um offer advice to an up and coming young Leo? What would you what would you do differently? Well
3: it, one thing I do have people that work for me that are younger and um because I am a supervisor, so I do have say, you know, kind of when they want to take time off here or there um family is everything. Family is number one. And you know, we have our Leo family. But ultimately, you know, your family is number one. And looking back, um, before I had kids, I missed out on so much family, so many family functions, um, parties, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and I, and sometimes I was that you know single person that I was like, hey, you need, you've got a family, and um, you need somebody to work for you. I'll work. And then I gonna you know. I need the money. I'm trying to buy a house, whatever it might be. Um, I want to take this trip cause I'm single and all I care about is myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed out on a lot of family things. Um, like I didn't get to spend a lot of time and have close relationships like I would have with my uh, nieces and nephew. And I, I regret that. Um, if I had to go back and do it over again, it would have been, Hey, family, put your family first. So, um, with the people that work for me, it's like they'll come to me, hey, I've got, um, my kid has this presentation at school. Do you mind if I leave a couple hours early? You know, it's just I'm always telling them, take the time off if you need to. Like, be there for your kids. Be there for your family. Um, You know, work will always be there. Uh, we'll, We'll all cover each other. The shift will get covered. Don't worry about it. Don't miss out on those, you know, times with your family. You'll never get them back. And that's um, one thing as a supervisor, my staff has told me they appreciate how much I care um, that they do get that time with their family. And I mean, there's been times where I've told people, hey, go, go do this. I'll cover for you. I'll work for you. See, I don't want you to miss that. Um, And that's what I think I I, if I could go back and do over would just focus more on um, the family not missing out on some of those times that, you know, Hey, I didn't need the money. I sh- the family, family time would have been more important. Wow.
0: It's great that's advice. Amazing advice. Especially to younger um, wives, mothers, couples. That's some really great advice. Mm-hmm. Very well put.
3: Yeah. I see that a lot with, you know, you when you first start out in this career and, and you want to kind of make that name for yourself. So you're picking up every shift and you're, you know, you're you're working constantly, you're covering for people to be the good guy and um your your relationships will suffer, you know, not just maybe with your family, but if you're, you know, a significant other, or whatever it might be. Um and you're always gone at work, that it's not a good thing.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know that we have any more to <laughs> go with. I no. mean, that is pretty much everything. It just really wraps it up and ties it in a pretty little bow, doesn't it? um oh, what a message what a message and what a uh, I, I, I want to just say a declaration to live by so some for great sure. advice for our younger law office, law enforcement officers out there yeah, absolutely. absolutely Julie thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today to share your story um we've learned a lot and I hope our listeners have as well thank you so much Well, awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for riding along with us today. We hope our perspectives from the passenger seat helped you gain some insights to navigate the Leo lifestyle. For additional information and resources, visit us on Instagram at Ride Along Chronicles. Follow, like, and comment for more. Also, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, hit the subscribe button we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions about this episode or suggestions for future topics, leave a comment or send a confidential email. See you on the next ride.